0: Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association.
1: All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Today is Thursday, November the 10th, and as always, we thank you for listening to AFR. If you want to join us on the Internet, uh, we are live video streaming our show Facebook Live, just type in Today's Issues, or we prefer that you uh, join us on our own video streaming service. Just go to streaming.afa.net, streaming.afa.net. There is a one-time registration. It takes like a couple minutes, and then you don't have to do that anymore. Then I think it's just a password deal. But uh, YouTube informed us. Brent creeley our producer before I introduce our our slightly better than average panel I'm gonna um have Brent creeley our producer uh, tell us we we won't we won't uh belabor the point
2: but uh, YouTube YouTube told us yesterday that they have permanently banned us for reasons unknown obviously community guidelines but who knows
1: we've 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 been round and round with them for a year now right
2: yes we've
1: i say round and round we
2: appealed won. yeah they
1: banned we appeal they let us back on we rinse and repeat right yes so uh so we don't know but the mystery with youtube is you don't know exactly why you're
2: that's right that's correct
1: you have to figure it out on your own that's correct so anyway we yeah, have we are we gonna appeal we,
2: uh
1: again, not, no
2: not really not interested i in mean that? We got our own streaming service. Yes, Streaming.afa.net. So,
1: all right. Anyway, that's that. And uh, joining me in studio is uh, Fred Jackson. Good morning, Brother Fred. Good morning, Tim. Chris Woodward. Good morning. And I'm today not going to forget to introduce (laughs) Brother Ray Pritchard. How you doing, Ray?
3: Hey, I'm doing good, Tim. Good, doing good. How are you?
1: Ray's in Kansas City. Uh, We're in Tupelo. Let me ask you this, Ray. Uh, (laughs) I I noticed our weather... Is going to do whiplash starting tomorrow night. So I'm assuming you're going to get that same type of deal, aren't you?
3: Well, and the only difference is it's coming through here later this afternoon. Okay. We're doing about a 40 a forty degree temperature drop, but it's 70 degrees now, and it's going to be the high tomorrow is going to be about 31 or 32. So, oh, yeah. Well, they got a little that frozen precipitation is supposed to come in tonight. So, yeah, it's. Pretty much say goodbye to yeah. Indian summer or whatever yeah. you
1: want to call it, right? We're, but the we're bi- done. But yeah. the
2: big question for Ray, are you going to go on your bicycle tomorrow <laughs> at 31 degrees?
3: Oh, you know, no, because early tomorrow morning, we're supposed to fly out from here heading to South Korea. That's a oh. an, an, another teaching thing. And I just got a note from Delta Airlines saying because of the weather, that flight could be canceled. So... We're, we're in, we're in a little bit Fred of, I guess you'd call it preliminary scramble mode. Oh my. You mean, oh, you mean your flight out of KC, right to Minneapolis, then Minneapolis over to Seoul that because of the weather coming in here, just got to, you know, when they take the time to warn you from the airlines, right? you start thinking, maybe we should leave tonight. I don't know. So, mm, wow. so, uh, I am going to ride my bike today, God willing, this <laughs> afternoon. 70 now, how, degrees is great. How long are you all
1: going to be over in uh, South Korea?
3: It's absurdly fast trip. We fly out today, get to Seoul, or tomorrow, get to Seoul on Saturday, and then we fly back uh, next Friday. I just so think I,
1: it's so appropriate for you to go and teach in a country with, with a soul.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know I, we've been there. We've been to Korea, and you know that's a tough little corner of the world. You got North Korea just up the road, right? I mean, saber rattling and all of that. So, when they are there at the Bible Institute, Tim, there because of where they are in the world, the students are eager to learn. It's a lot of fun to be with them.
1: Yeah. Well, we wish you safe travels, and certainly ask our listeners to pray for you and Marlene as y'all go across the uh, bigger pond, as it were. and uh, so is it direct from Minneapolis to? Uh, right,
3: to Seoul. It's about 14 hours.
1: Mm. Against the wind.
3: <laughs> Against the wind, Sort That's of a right. B-
1: Bob Seger flight.
3: Yeah. It's, That's uh, like two meals and three movies, I think. <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> That's Do- how they divide it up. Right.
1: And don't you look forward to that food? Oh, well, I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Can't get me enough of that <laughs> airplane food.
3: A lot Our, about, you know, hour six or seven, right? You just start praying, Lord, get me through <laughs> this. <laughs> just get me through this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we fly to Israel every year. That's, that's 11, 10 to 11. Well, 10, well, 10, 10 and a half. Usually you're going with the tailwind. If you're going from New York to Tel Aviv, but then coming back right. you had an hour because of the, uh, you Into know, the jet head, stream. Yeah. yeah headwind. Yes. So, uh, but anyway, well, we wish you safe travels and, Thank uh, you. and I hope you're able to Share the, the the Bible and get the gospel in uh, Amen in South Korea. So uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Are mm-hmm. uh, you know there are some election results that have not been completed mm-hmm. uh, yet, Chris? Yes, surprise, surprise.
4: Yeah, uh, well, I'm looking at Real Clear Politics right now at the House races specifically. The House uh, still looks like it is on a track for the GOP to have majority control of the US House of Representatives the current number from real clear politics Republicans are at 210 Democrats at 192 uh, but there are some uh, races that have not yet been called Um, when it comes to the Senate you got Republicans at 49 Democrats at 48 but the ones we're watching uh, include states like Nevada uh, which could be called at some point we hope before the Lord returns so that way we know who won uh, but then also Arizona also uh, hanging out there. And then, of course, you have the runoff uh, coming in a few weeks between Raphael Warnock, the incumbent from Georgia, facing Republican challenger Herschel Walker.
2: What happened in Alaska? Alaska, that, that's Alaska has a, its own weird way of doing things. And so if you go to real clear politics and you look at the Senate race in Alaska, you don't have any Democrats across. You have three Republicans now. So a Republican is going to win, likely Markowski, but there are Republican competitors trying for that. So a Republican is going to win. So it's not—it's not a Democrat versus
1: a Republican like everywhere else. It's sort of an open. Uh, yeah, it is voting.
2: Yeah, that's okay. It's—it's it, it's different.
1: All right, but. Yeah. Uh, so, so, but the, the, uh, balance of power will probably come down to, let's say the Democrats hold, uh, Arizona Kelly and the Republicans win the battle of Laxalt. Then you're looking at 50 to 49 Republicans, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then it would, so the only way the Republicans would take a clear majority would be for, uh, Herschel Walker to beat Raphael Warnock in that special election in Georgia. That's correct. Yes. And when is that? Uh, de- early December.
2: December 6th, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Boy, uh, that is going to be an interesting one to watch because we all went through that, what, two years ago? Yeah. We had that runoff. Uh, I expect both parties are going to pour more, millions of dollars into that runoff. Be interesting to see how that campaign goes, who goes in campaigning for Herschel Walker, et cetera. Uh,
1: if I were Herschel Walker, I would get Governor Kemp Ray uh, to to campaign with me around the state because he won pretty handsomely. Yeah, because he's
3: pretty. He's yeah, yeah, he's pretty popular among the Republicans. And yeah. uh, and the great question is, what will happen with the man from Mar-a-Lago? Is uh, is is Mr. Trump going to inject himself into that race? I mean, because he he mm-hmm. he is he's such a Force if he decides to step in. What if he says, "I want to go up and hold some rallies in Georgia"? You never know what Mr. Trump is going to do, but that will change the dynamics, won't it? If he gets involved,
1: yeah. Strategically, I think that would be a mistake uh, because nothing gets Democrats out like Donald Trump. <laughs> and
4: huh?
1: <laughs> and, and true. And, and true. I, I think President Trump would be wise uh, to, uh, if he, to give. Uh, Herschel Walker the best chance to win is to stay out of the state and let things play out on their own uh, and again I said and then then I know that Herschel Walker and and uh, Donald Trump are very good friends uh, yes. mm-hmm. and have been for a long time uh-huh. uh, but I think strategically as I'm saying here I think it's a 50 50 and I think that I personally think the, the I, I if I were a betting man I'd say 60 40. Uh, Herschel Walker wins in a, a runoff, I think. B- mm-hmm. But uh, Brian Kemp,
3: it would be a big draw.
1: The governor, mm-hmm. okay. He you, won- you're
3: you're more optimistic than Go I ahead. am, Tim. Did you Go just ahead. say sixty percent? You thought sixty percent? No, that uh, okay. That, that Walker again, would win in the runoff uh, again.
1: I, 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 some people get ticked when you say have any criticism of Donald Trump. Some people do, and I want people to understand. It's going to get ugly in the Republican Party in the next few weeks and months. Oh, yeah. But let me just say this. Uh, I voted for President Trump twice. Uh, I love the things that he did while he was in office the four years. Uh No question about it. Uh Almost everything that uh, uh, he believed in, I believed in. Make America Great Again was a a wonderful rallying call. He won in 16, barely, but he did win. I think that was a reprieve. To spiritualize this, I think God gave us a reprieve in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, otherwise, the Supreme Court would have been lost forever.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of unborn babies uh, have been saved because President Trump followed through in his pro-life commitment. Yes. So I don't want to, in any way, shape, or form, diminish that. Yes. But we have to look forward. Mm-hmm. We, we we have to look forward in our country and what is the way to elect as many solid conservatives as we can, especially on a federal level to um, protect our Republic. Yes. And so that's what we're talking about here. So Mm -hmm. any kind of seemingly criticism of president Trump, uh, listen, he's a man Mm -hmm. like all of us and we, we we all can be, we we all have flaws. So, but see, and you do need to look at things strategically. And I think if president Trump stays out of Georgia doesn't go up there and rile the democrats up even you know what i'm saying
3: uh-huh. i didn't know exactly what you're saying yeah
1: then i think herschel walker has it but my back to my point took me two minutes to make it is that it's that i would say it's a 60 40 chance that herschel walker's elected that's what i'm did, were, did you ask me that question Ray, or did fred
3: yeah yeah, yeah i did and then fred, go ahead i gotta say I got to say you're more optimistic, and leaving Mister Trump out of it altogether, you're more optimistic than I am. Only because the Democrats, <clears throat> I think, they'll pour a hundred million dollars into that. No, race. you're right. They've Hollywood played. money. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's
2: it's interesting the numbers this time. Um, Raphael Warnock, the Democrat; Herschel Walker, the Republican when uh, they had to have at least 50% to win. They didn't get it. Uh, Warnock was 49.6% of the vote. Herschel Walker, 483 In real votes, that worked out to about 50,000 votes between them. All right? Here's what's interesting. The, the libertarian, Chase Oliver, he had 81,000 votes. Huh. All right? Mm-hmm. So uh, one could say a factor in the runoff is going to be where do those 81,000 votes go? Do they? Does the Libertarian vote break to... If they come out at all. If they come out at all. But if they do, there's 81,000 votes yeah. out there floating yeah. around uh, that could be available to either candidate. It'll be interesting to me
1: to see what the turnout will be because, you know, to get people to go to the polls twice in a month, that's, mm-hmm. that's going to be difficult. So whoever has the most impassioned, you know, Uh, voting base will probably win. Mm -hmm. Chris, uh,
2: Scott Rasmussen was on with Tony Perkins yesterday. He had some things to say about
4: this. Yeah, pollster Scott Rasmussen talking about the differences between this runoff in Georgia compared to the one two years ago, clip eight.
3: There's two big differences uh, between this runoff and the runoff from two years ago. Two years ago, the runoff took place in January. Uh, This year, it's going to be December 6th, a lot closer to the original election, which means there's a lot less time for the parties to gin up their get-out-the-vote efforts. Secondly, Joe Biden is now president, not Donald Trump. And what that means is the Republicans have a bit of an edge this time going into the runoff. Don't quite know what's going to happen, but uh, if it's a choice between helping Joe Biden's agenda... And hurting Joe Biden's agenda, that may outweigh the choice between Walker versus Warnock.
1: Yeah. it's see, so, and, and again, we're talking about uh, that race will probably decide if the Senate remains at 50 50 mm-hmm. or if the Republicans are able to get a 51 49 advantage going into the next two years. You're listening to Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Again, the House of Representatives has not been decided yet, but it appears, Ray, that uh, the
3: Republicans will take the House. Tim, I'm getting all my questions in since I'm going to be gone next week anyway. So I want to ask you, go back. So people are back to this Georgia race. Yeah. They're talking about Mr. Trump may announce – for 2024 next week we don't know but uh-huh. there are people are talking about that let's say he comes out next week and does announce he's going to run Would, is that going to have any impact on well I, I,
1: I was watching uh, some comments by Kaylee McEnany uh-huh. who I, I did get the last name correct true correct.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: who I really think did a wonderful job while she was the press secretary for, for President Trump uh, and she said yesterday that she thinks president Trump should, should wait until after the, uh, runoff in Georgia before he would announce, uh, yes. he's running for president. That's that's her. Now she's pretty tight with president Trump. I would suspect even still, but that was her objective political analysis. And I think that'd be wise, but hadn't he already announced that uh, basically, <laughs> I mean, I, you know. I think it's way early to yes. announce you're running, you're running for president. If I were him, I would have President Trump. I'm talking about. I would have waited till uh, you know March or April or something. Get away from get through Christmas and Thanksgiving and and the New Year, and then you know that thing settle down. But I think <laughs> he what he's you know what he's wanting to do, right, Ray?
3: What Trump? Oh, oh, push, uh, push Desantis out. Sort of, clear the field. You, clear. I guess that's right. Clear the field. Any, any, you know, you got some. To use
1: a sports metaphor, you got some, uh, some, uh, uh, some people uh, ready to come onto the field and play. Yeah. In the primary, and he's wanting to keep. He's wanting to announce he's a starting quarterback now.
3: Yeah. Is there Is there anybody besides DeSantis, Fred, that he's trying to to do that? Who would the third person be that might even run? Well, I think Pompeo. Mike Pompeo's
2: Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, okay. uh, former Seems Vice right. President Pence,
4: Christy
1: Gnome. Yeah, my, my try. Listen, I ha- I have a very good friend who our listeners would know if I mentioned their name. Notice I didn't tip off whether it's a male or female, and they and uh, he tech,
2: Come on, Tim. There you go. Come on, man. Well,
1: We're now down
4: I, to 50-50 He chance. might identify as a female, so we don't That's know. That's true. I don't know what all these right, pronouns are. You didn't say are. right-handed we, or left.
1: We don't know. All right, so this unknown person who may or may not be a male, <laughs> but I think he's clear. he clearly knows what he is because he gets up with himself every day. This gentleman is, is well um, uh, into... Republican politics, and has been for a long time. Okay, and he texted me yesterday, and he said he thinks there's going to be as many as nine people hmm. uh, oh. enter the Republican uh, primary for president. So it's like
4: 2016 all over again.
1: Yeah, and that's what happened with the Democrats too. Didn't they have eight or nine? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god yeah. And Kamala Harris had to be the first one to get out because like she had years no. Ago. She had no money or no support. You remember that? That's right. So, uh, and Biden was like number five. Uh-huh. They, they had, they had to quote, clear the field for him to be the Democrat nominee. So I think what president Trump is trying to do by bullying DeSantis right now with, with <laughs> threats to, I don't it <laughs> just sounds like a mob boss. I know things on him that I'm going to tell you, you yeah, know. know, can uh, I, man. can I just ra- go back? Ra- 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 so so go ra- let me just finish this. Song. Sure. So I think that, uh, Trump is trying to intimidate anybody else from getting into the race, but according to my source, uh-huh. that's not going to work. And there's going to be plenty of people enter the Republican primary, uh, next year. Go ahead.
2: Brad. Can I just go back? Yeah. You, you mentioned Kaylee McEnany a few moments yeah. ago who, uh, was worked with Trump all those years. Here's what she had to say when asked about, uh, whether he should go to Georgia. Now we're, we're quoting her 2022 is not over. Every Republican energy needs to go to grinding the Biden agenda to a halt. And that could go straight through the state of Georgia. And then Harris Faulkner, uh, a Fox host kind of pressed her on that. Uh, She said she was asked by Faulkner whether the former president should go to Georgia. McEnany replied, and this is a direct quote. I think we've got to make strategic calculations. Governor DeSantis, I think he should be welcome to the state, given what happened last night. You've got to look at the realities on the ground.
1: That uh, sounds like what Tim said. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, actually, I got, I got a lot of mine from her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my thoughts from her. I think she's exactly right. I think strategically, it'd be wise for President Trump to stay out of Georgia. Because I think, as I say, the best chance for... Look, there was a split vote in Georgia. Uh, if you want to know what a difference Trump might make uh, to to, to uh, hurt Herschel Walker, look at the margin. Mm-hmm. Kemp, who Trump hates, the governor of Georgia, won by what? Six or eight points?
2: I'll check that for you right now.
1: Do
4: the same person that campaigned against him since she lost the Hershel first
1: time. Herschel Walker, yeah. who uh, is Trump's friend... Is in a tie, in a runoff, he may win, but I'm just saying there's about six percentage points right there of people who uh, changed their vote, did their votes differently, and that can make the difference. Mm-hmm. So um, in a uh, in a in a in a race like that,
2: yeah, so. Kemp beat Stacey Abrams by three hundred thousand votes. Yeah,
1: yeah. So again, uh, we'll see what happens there, uh, but. Uh, and President Trump, you know, said he might, he's got a big announcement. He's already said this, so he's going to probably go ahead with it. But I think it's way too early, but man, what do I know? All right. You're listening to today's issues on American family radio. Next story. Um, I can do this I don't need any amens from a lot of our listeners. When I say, what do I know? That was just, I was just off the cuff. Okay. I don't need to hear that. Okay. It hurts my feelings. Go
4: ahead. Uh, You know, one person that doesn't seem to budge from his ways is Donald Trump, of course, but also Joe Biden. And I say that because of this very quick clip that I can play for you to uh, prove my point. Uh, Biden yesterday in his victory lap, uh, talking about how well Democrats did in the midterm. They're about
1: to lose the House.
4: Right. Well, he's still he's. I can do more of that in a moment. Uh, Uh, But in this particular case, you got a reporter asking him a question, and pay close attention to what Biden says at the end. Clip four.
0: What in the next two years do you intend to do differently? Uh, To change people's uh, opinion of the direction
5: of the country, particularly as you contemplate a run for president in 2024? Nothing.
1: (laughs) Well, at least uh, Jean (laughs) (laughs) Pierre,
4: Corinne Jean Pierre, Mm -hmm.
1: at least she doesn't have to (laughs) explain what he meant by that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And they talked about, you know, Mr. Unity there, the president. How do you bring the country together because it's divided? <laughs> nothing.
3: What are you going to do different? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. I, nothing. I can
4: do this clip later in the show. I know we're coming up on a break. um But Biden, for those that missed it yesterday, Biden came out and talked. He said Democrats did well. A lot of people thought Republicans were just going to sweep. Democrats did really well. To put things in perspective for our friends here in the South, it would be like the coach of Southeastern Tech A&M University, saying, we didn't really lose that bad to Georgia. We did some things right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I, you know, a lot of a lot of the folks thought it would be a red wave, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. But still, the Republicans, uh, if you're going to take the House of Representatives, in my view, it doesn't matter whether it's by one or by 100.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because you flip all the chair, all you need to win is by one, and you flip all the chairmanships in the House of Representatives. And the Democrats, listen, uh, our country's been in a stalemate for at least 10 years when it comes to Congress. Mm. And so no president is going to get any big thing done legislatively, unless they do use that reconciliation measure they can only use once a year, which... If you want to be bored to tears, I can go into great detail on that uh, after we get back from the break. But guess what? I don't want to bore myself, so we're not going to do that. I'm just saying nothing much is going to get done legislatively as long as the uh, split is 50-50 in the Congress. We'll be back in a minute.
4: What does the American Family Association stand for?
3: AFA upholds
4: the truth that all human beings, including the unborn, are created in the image of God and are worthy of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These values and more are part of our mission to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. We want to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training for cultural transformation Thank you for standing with us.
1: Hello everyone, Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Hey, if you're looking for a vacation with a purpose in 2023, why don't you consider joining us on one of our spiritual heritage tours? We're going to Washington, DC, our nation's capital and George Washington's Mount Vernon. And then we're also going to Jamestown, Williamsburg and Yorktown. Those are two separate tours, June and September, We're gonna go, and if you'd like more information on these, go to spiritualheritagetours.com, spiritualheritagetours.com. Stephen McDowell, the president of the Providence Foundation, and a, a true American historian will be joining us for both of these tours, and you will be enlightened, and encouraged, and educated, and informed, and you'll be joining Christians from all over America on one of our tours. Spiritualheritagetours.com is the website. Check it out.
6: Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher is, is to impart
4: knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road,
6: how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers. Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash starnes. So if you thought the 2022 midterms were a bit off-kilter, consider what happened in Memphis, Tennessee. My hometown elected a dead person, as in deceased. State Representative Barbara Cooper was up for re-election, but she died on October 25th She was 93 years old, the oldest serving lawmaker in the volunteer state. Mrs. Cooper was buried three days before the midterm elections. At her funeral, mourners were encouraged to cast their ballot on election day for the deceased. Instead of flowers, just send ballots. And they did. She won re-election by a huge margin. Now, some might think that to be an act of respect or compassion, but it's going to cost taxpayers big time. Governor Bill Lee has to declare her seat vacant and call a special election. Memphis is the largest blue city in the state, and Mrs. Cooper's election is proof positive that the hometown of Elvis would rather vote for a dead Democrat than a live Republican. I'm Todd Stern. Jesus said, let the little children come to me,
3: and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these.
0: Matthew
4: 19, 14. American Family
0: Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to
4: comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for
0: listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us an email, as long as it's positive and encouraging... Uh, You can go to comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. We don't need any Debbie Downer emails, okay? We don't, huh? We need need K-Love emails. There you go, K-Love. K-Love emails, that's what I call them, positive and encouraging. And uh, be sure to tell us what a wonderful job we're doing. Um, I'm kidding. We do take constructive criticism, (laughs) Fairly so, well. But we don't take it well.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, All right. Response. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know.
1: You're, uh, start. All right. So, Chris Woodward's in with us. Chris uh, is our news guy today. Fred Jackson's in studio with me. And uh, Ray's in Kansas City, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Pray for Brother Ray and his wife, Marlene. They're off to South Korea.
3: Leaving. Uh, did you say leaving today? Leaving tomorrow morning, tomorrow weather permitting. Weather permitting, if not leaving tonight, <laughs> really? Oh,
1: you may switch your plane.
3: Yeah, your flight. Just, okay, got to got to figure. You're working it on that right now. Uh, I'm thinking about it right now, okay. <laughs> and looking outside. You know, hey, what do you do? You're six five. I know. You you get a you get up there in the first class. I, oh, I wish. <laughs> I I don't, I don't know enough people who fly first class to you, you be sit illegal. in those seats. I just a couple of weeks ago we went we did our mediterranean cruise deal and i said i said way back oh, right. uh, row 66 or something like that <laughs> uh, uh, it's I not made for people like me man you got to take something
1: out of, your, out of your retirement account and go ahead and buy that first class <laughs> ticket. buy that first class oh man uh, because i know people say first class versus coach well yeah you, <laughs> you pay more but you also feel like a human. That's yeah. right. when you get to where you're when going, you you st- get there
3: right st- you don't have to a- unfold yourself yeah like pretzel.
1: a pretzel feel like a pretzel uh so anyway <laughs> uh, you might want to look into that
3: i'm gonna give it some, i will definitely give it i'm some telling call. you <laughs> yeah i don't right. di- listen no disagreement here no. yeah
1: six five I, I just don't i'm 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 five ten and a half and i was thinking anybody over six one six twos it's got to be cramped.
4: I've never had this problem being below average height.
1: <laughs> yeah, Chris, <laughs> there are advantages to being 5'7". You
4: know, when you're built like a hobbit, yeah, you don't yeah. have to worry about things like yes. this. Built like a hobbit. 6'5",
2: you, you also pray that the person sitting in front of you is not yes. one of those recliners. Exactly.
3: Oh, 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 yeah. I've had that. Yeah, that's Serenity now.
1: You know, that's one of those things when you do it, you don't care. That's true. <laughs> But when somebody does it to you, you're like indignant. That's right. right. <laughs> pushing pushing that seat back. All yeah. right. Um, <laughs> well, before we get back to the news of the day, uh, obviously, folks, you know that we are a nonprofit charity. That is uh, American Family Radio and American Family Association. And so we, uh, people, give donations like you do to other charities in your church. That's how we are able to be on the radio uh, is your financial contributions and one of the ways that people support us is through our afa foundation and so as we look to the end of the year a lot of folks are maybe looking at the stock market going i don't know if i want to invest there or stay there maybe i want to look at something else uh, in terms of uh, uh, revenue for my family but yet uh consider supporting a ministry and uh, chelsea wildman is in studio with us uh, she's associate director of our foundation and the mother of three of my precious grandchildren
5: yes sir well, so that's you're taking, correct you're taking
1: care of them today right i okay. am all right um so Chelsea's married to wesley for those who are wondering now chelsea how did you get this job do you know somebody? I think
5: I do, okay, okay. but I definitely turned in my you, resume. You did. I but did. You had an
1: inside track. Let's be honest here. Possibly get this job. Uh, no, uh, Chelsea got the job because she is a very good people person and also uh, well versed in the work that we do here at the AFA Foundation and helping people understand about uh, uh, what how they can. Uh, Donate to American Family Association. And I want to talk particularly right now for a minute or two because about something called the charitable gift annuity.
5: Yes. Charitable
1: gift annuity. What is that?
5: A charitable gift annuity is a gift that you give to AFA and in exchange you get an income for life. That income percentage is based off of how old you are at the time that you give the gift and then when you start to receive that income. So it is a fixed percentage for the rest of your life and then when you and your spouse go home to be with the Lord any remaining funds are then gifted to afa to c- help us continue our ministry's work here for the lord
1: so when you promote this to somebody or listening on them who calls in and mm-hmm. says i want to know about your charitable gift annuity yes. you don't use the expression quote when you die
5: right right You say
1: when you go on to be with the lord right. i think that's a good mm-hmm. that is true that is true and but people don't want to hear when you die you, your money comes to afa right or wherever <laughs> but in all seriousness this is a way, to, charitable gift annuity, this is a way, if you want to like make a $50,000 donation, for example, then if they call us here, you or Riley or Jessica, then you will go over this, this with them. And But it does uh, give a monthly, is it a monthly donate? Uh, not a donation. A monthly amount of money comes to you, the, the charitable gift annuitant, and then when, when, the, when that person passes away, or passes on, then uh, what? What's left comes to AFA. Is that correct?
5: That is correct. You can choose to receive the payments monthly, right? Quarterly, annually, or semi-annually. Yes, however you want to. It's how do the you, same amount. Can you just tell just them divided. how
1: much? When they call?
5: Yes, yes. We can run some example figures for them okay. based on their date of birth and when they want to receive that income.
1: Okay. How do they get in touch with you if this is something folks are interested in?
5: Yes, they can give us a call at the foundation, 1-800-326-4543, extension 345, or shoot us an email, uh, foundation at afa.net.
1: Do we have a website?
5: We do, AFA Foundation. Dot net.
1: AFA, you can read all about it there, right?
5: Yes, you can. And
1: what's the email and phone number again?
5: Yes, 1-800-326-4543, extension 345, mm-hmm. foundation at afa.net. And our website is afafoundation.net.
1: How many people are doing this right now?
5: We I mean, have a annuitants? lot of calls. Yes, we have upwards between four and 500 annuitants right now, and many of those have come back to us to set up multiple charitable gift annuities. So maybe they gave two years ago, and they like how their income is coming in. It's fixed. It's stable. It's direct deposited to their account. They want to continue to support AFR. Then they set up another one.
1: Okay. Well, thanks, Chelsea. Yes. And we'll be talking Again, sometimes yes, about this. Yes, that sounds
5: great. And also, Mr. Tim, I wanted to um, mention that there are some tax benefits. So, if folks want to hear about those, definitely oh. give us a call. We would be glad to talk with them.
1: Neat. Like, like for example, what kind of tax benefit? Can you yes, they them?
5: they get a partial tax deduction the year that they give the gift. So, if you maybe have some capital gains on. A stock, possibly that you're holding on to, want to transfer it to us.
6: Mm-hmm. Those
5: capital gains can be spread out through the life of the annuity, and it gives you some tax savings on that. As well as when you start to receive that income, you get partial tax-free income. So not only do you get a tax deduction on the front end when you start to receive that um, those money, um, excuse me, monies, then you would be getting part of that as tax-free.
2: I'm not a financial expert, but also a possible example would be uh, folks uh, get into their senior years and they've got a lot of property, Mm -hmm. uh, land, Mm -hmm. and they would like to sell some of that. They could get in contact with you and, and there might be a tax saving they've sold that land the government likes to take as much money from you as possible
5: yes unfortunately they are going to get their money um we are not at this time taking on any land okay. just just with the economy right now but yes stocks um people want
1: to so if people want to so donate to us by mm-hmm. giving us stocks we will accept them
5: yes yes and that and the land could change in the future but but riley decided that um you know right now we're just not going to take on land to sell it for them now if they want to sell it themselves and fund the charitable gift that's annuity. What yes, yeah, that's absolutely. what I was thinking about. Yeah. That's what I was thinking Absolutely. Yeah. And
1: we prefer stocks that are going up.
5: <laughs> well, we sell them for whatever the market right. is that right. day, and that's what their charitable right. gift annuity is funded my, for.
4: I've got all for. my money socked away in Blockbuster. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> Coming
2: back. Good one,
1: Chris. Oh, all right, thank you, Chelsea. Thank yeah. you so
5: much for having me.
1: Thank you. So the website again, real quick, is what?
5: AFA
1: Okay, thanks. Thank you. You're listening to today's issues on AFR. Um, You know how uh, 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 charitable gift annuity works, Ray? Did that help inform you, or did you already know how
3: that works? I was sitting here thinking that 20 years ago I might not have paid too much attention to that, although I should have, but now at this point in life, Having reached seventy, you come to see this this kind of thing is really, really, really important. It's a service. It's mm-hmm. a way people can help this ministry, right. AFA, mm-hmm. and also receive a regular income. So yes, the government allows it. We ought to take advantage of. Yeah, you
1: you you do need to look at into that, folks. Uh, if you're planning on, you know, a stable income source for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at least you'll know what it is, and you'll know that when you pass, the rem- uh, whatever's left will go to help AFA and AFR. Yeah, Chris, go ahead.
4: Well, I just wanted to point out real quick. Anytime I hear about charitable gift annuity, I always think of uh, the late great uh, Dan Celia, who has since gone on to be with the Lord. Because that was one of the things. Oh, Dan, uh, Dan really helped.
1: Yeah, us with. Dan was Dan uh, was wonderful in helping us get off the ground with our foundation. Yep. Yeah. Good brother. Go ahead.
4: Well, back to the news. Uh, I wanted to, I I teased this a minute ago, but I have uh, some excerpts here to show you or to play for you, I should say. Uh, This is radio, not television. Uh, I've got some clips yesterday of Biden uh, running the victory lap at the White House saying, hey, we didn't lose that bad. Uh, Clip one.
0: While the press and the pundits are predicting a giant red wave, uh, it didn't happen. And I know you were somewhat miffed by my... uh, my uh, obsessive optimism. But uh, I felt good during the whole process. I thought we were going to do fine. While any seat lost is painful, some good Democrats didn't win the last night. Democrats had a strong night.
4: Now, that's the same Joe Biden who, on Inauguration Day, talked about how we were going to be the United States of America. I'm going to be Mr. Unity. Uh, we're not going to have red states and blue states. But the United States of America, two years later, different tone. Uh, And to prove more of that, I've got another clip here, and then I'll get your guys' thoughts on this. Uh, We got more of Biden bragging about how well things went, Uh, clip two.
0: We lost fewer seats in the House of Representatives than any Democratic president's first midterm election in the last 40 years, and we had the best midterm for governors since 1986. And another thing that we know is that voters uh, spoke clearly about their concerns about raising costs, the rising costs that they're in, and the need to get inflation down. There's still a lot of people hurting. They're very concerned. And it's about crime and public safety. And they sent a clear and unmistakable message that they want to uh, preserve our democracy and protect the right to choose uh, in this country.
1: Really? Well, you know what? Um, Talking about abortion. Mm -hmm. Every single... Do you have the list of names here? I can
4: pull it up. I know where you pull it up
1: here. because I, I, I sent this article around last night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, every single governor that signed pro-life legislation since Dobbs decision from the summer or maybe even before one reelection mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. Now, go, go ahead. Do you, do you have those states? I do. Yes. Let name
4: them out. Uh, I just pulled up the article, and now I'm getting some kind of weird box. Uh, but the short list, I can tell you, the uh, governor of Iowa, she got reelected. Um, Christy uh, Nome, Governor Mike DeWine, Christy Nome. Thank you very much. Here we go. Uh, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds, South Dakota's Christy Nome, Tennessee's Bill Lee, South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster, Idaho Governor Brad Little, Wyoming Governor Mark uh, Gordon, and Alabama Governor Kay Ivey. They all signed abortion bans in their states bruised. Um, he's not on this list, but he did, he is Uh pro-life
1: for sure. Yeah. So the abortion issue, uh, does divide people and, and has divided our country. There's no question about that. However, it's basically a blue red state, uh, situation. So the list of names you just, uh, you, you, you named off, which Mm -hmm. was, um, this, which were uh, uh, Republican governors in red states. Mm -hmm. They responded to the people who live in their states by uh, signing into law uh, pro-life legislation. Mm -hmm. They were reelected overwhelmingly, those people you just lifted off. And there's probably one or two more. So that's the feeling of the people in those states on abortion. Obviously, in some more the liberal states, being pro-life is not a political advantage. That's just the reality. In New York State, for example, or in much of California, not all of California.
4: They'll love kids when they're in public schools funded by the government.
2: I doubt very much a Democrat who declared himself or herself pro-life would get elected a governor today.
1: No, they like we had in Pennsylvania a few years ago with Casey. Yes. And and other places, too. There used to be a lot of pro-life Democrats.
2: Henry, Remember Henry Hyde?
1: He's a Republican.
2: Uh, I, I'm thinking of someone else, Skip O'Neill. Tip O'Neill. Tip O'Neill, yes. Tip O'Neill was, on us, was, was yeah, A little
1: bit of was right. pro-life.
2: Uh, the Democratic Party, let's for sure, has changed. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. It has moved firmly, firmly to the left.
1: Yes. So, Ray. Uh, but I just wanted to state that being pro-life is is uh, is, is a is not a negative politically speaking. No, no. Uh when you live in
3: pro-life states. So. Well, in those states, yeah. if you have the courage of your convictions, yeah. if you can if you can sound like a normal person and right. not like some crazy person, right. right? Uh you're not trying to throw everybody everybody in jail. If you can say I value the unborn, I want to protect right. them, we want to protect moms, we want to we want to do everything we can to lower the number of abortions uh, as close to zero as possible. Right. You can win in those states. Tim, I don't know if a pro-life candidate could win on a statewide level someplace like Illinois or California or New York. I just doesn't seem likely, does it? No, I don't
1: think so.
2: And I don't think I'm being unkind or unfair to say that the Democratic Party has grown actually hostile mm-hmm. to, to the pro-life oh, movement. Oh, for sure. When you look at the... Uh, the pro-life pregnancy centers that were attacked in the wake of the Dodd decision, and nothing has been done, no arrests have been made in those cases. Then you had the pro-life demonstrator. What state was that in, Chris? Uh, that the FBI agents showed up at his house with guns drawn.
4: Pennsylvania, I believe.
2: In Pennsylvania. so to arrested, wasn't, it? wasn't it, Tennessee? Tennessee
4: had some as well, yes. Yeah.
2: So when you, there's not even a tolerance for pro-life in the Democratic Party. It's very no. hostile. No.
1: And it depends on... Uh, you know a couple things one is uh, uh, abortion the abortion issue uh, can be addressed too in other ways and that's what we do here at afa and afR with uh, crisis promoting crisis pregnancy centers providing these the pre-born ministry yes with the ultrasound uh, buses that go around mm-hmm. and, and uh there's there's a lot of ways to promote life and to discourage abortion rather than other than just laws yes okay so um that's that's we're going to continue to do that why because the bible uh is against abortion yes which means god is against abortion yes why so if you want to know what motivates christians ray to stand for unborn babies lives it's that it's not just arbitrary or we, no?
3: it's not it's not a political thing if you're no, a christian no it's not we don't start right by saying constitutional amendment or something else right. or red state blue state we start with what the word of god said right every person is made in god's image david said in psalm 139 when you knit me together huh. in my mother's womb when you in the Hebrew is it's very picturesque. When you when you took the little parts of me and put me together in my mother's womb, David understood that the unborn baby, that little unborn baby inside the mother's womb, that's a real person made in the image of God. And when you take when you take an unborn baby and you and and you go to an abortuary and you cut it up or you, you do something to cause it to be sucked up. and You are destroying life made in the image of God. So we value, we value we, we're we trying, we're doing the best we can, Tim. Yeah. Not perfectly, but we are trying to value all life from the moment of conception to the moment of natural death. And we are saying that, that for too many years the, the most dangerous place for a baby in America has been inside its mother's womb, and we're working hard right. to find a way to protect those babies because they, too, are made in the image of God, and they deserve our value, our compassion, and our legal protection.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it, it, when when people on the other side say, well, uh, keep your religion off my body, mm-hmm. you know that may be your belief. That's fine. You can have it, but you shouldn't be able to push that religious view on me. And I will say this, yes, it's a religious view, as Ray just cited the Bible, but it's also uh, scientific and biologically Mm -hmm. correct that uh, an unborn baby is a human being. That's right. And by the time you learn you're pregnant, there's already a heart beating. Yes. So uh, if you're going to say, well, um, you know, you're for pro-choice or pro-abortion. When you throw the, we'll keep your religion off my body argument at us, I would just say, how do you respond uh-huh. pro-choicer when I say, so you're in favor of people being allowed to, if I say these things, see, it's it's so disgusting and repulsive, it turns people off. But you can't help but be stark about it because if you're not people don't realize what we're talking about and how serious this is right so i'm going to say it and i hope people don't have children listening i would say the person who says they're pro choice and they condemn us for be- enforcing our religion on them that's how they would so you're in favor of an unborn baby being sucked limb by limb mm-hmm. out of the out of the out of the out of, out of a woman mm-hmm. and then reassembled on a this is what we're talking about Yes. This isn't choosing between chocolate and vanilla ice cream no. or no. Ford and Chevy. No. So an unborn baby, they put the baby parts back together so they can make sure they got everything. Yeah. That's one form of abortion. Another form, again, it's gross, but you but you got to talk about these things sometimes to make people realize what why people are so passionate. Another form of abortion is that saline solution injection which they put in the the mother and it scalds the baby to death yes and so you wouldn't have to have abortion if there wasn't a live human being in there to kill (laughs) you see what i'm saying yeah so i'm just saying that uh it's not as simple just to say keep your religion off my body okay well let's set a religion aside just a minute and let's talk about uh, human life is human life in the womb uh, worthy of legal protection or not. Let's have that debate. Let's have that discussion. But I'm just saying off the, the, the pro choice side, they don't want to talk about the things I just talked about. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because that brings it. That's a reality of what's really happening in an abortion. So, but unfortunately our society has become more secular
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, the, and, the, and the pro-abortion side has hidden the reality of what it is oftentimes and reduced it to keep your religion off my body. Go ahead.
2: You, you know, it's very interesting what you say, how uh, in many jurisdictions Democrats have been very opposed <clears throat> to those clinics, to those mobile units that our own Joseph Parker, Pastor Joseph Parker here, is involved with, they don't want the mom to see the baby inside the womb. No, because
1: they'll change their mind.
2: They change their hearts and their minds. The moment It's a baby. Right. It's a human being. It's not a cat or a dog. It's a human being. And many women change their minds. Yeah. When they see the reality of this.
1: Yeah. If it wasn't a living human being growing, there would be no need to kill it. Yes. which is what an abortion does. Yes. So we will remain committed and passionate about this issue because God cares and the Bible speaks clearly to it, as Ray just cited a few minutes ago. And we will use persuasion and our message and our voice is to proclaim uh, uh, that that life is sacred. Yes. And, uh, and and so we will continue to do that. And, you, you know, you... you we have su- a lot of success has happened over the last few years,
2: uh-huh.
1: and uh, a lot of work yet to be done, and it'll be more difficult in places that are getting more secular, unfortunately. Uh, you're listening to Today's Issues. we got about one minute left here, Chris.
4: Yes. I Can we do a 17-second clip, Brent? Of what? I'm not Okay. Ready. Representative-elect John James on Fox & Friends giving credit to God for his election.
0: Clip six. I give glory to God and uh, I thank my wife and, and my family and all the supporters, especially the voters in Michigan's 10th Congressional District. Thank you for trusting me with the opportunity to make your life better. Thank you for trusting me with the opportunity to bring jobs back, lower prices, and make our community safer, not just here, but all across America.
4: Never a bad thing to put God first and praise him when...
0: Now that's John
4: James uh,
1: from Michigan, a newly elected Republican uh, Correct. House member, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. African American. Yes. Truth. Christian. All right, we shall return. You think African American is Most people I know just want to be called black folks or white folks. Am I, I European American?
4: Uh, if you identify as that. I
1: I'm just I'm just a white dude. <laughs>
4: okay.
1: We'll be back in 5 minutes.